For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to the Hoosier football tailgate here on the Believe Network. I'm the coach, Shannon Griffith, and thank you for joining me here on Thursday evening. A little later than I normally like to be, I was working on some technical difficulties this evening as the computer gremlins were causing havoc, but we got it all fixed. We adapt, we adjust and improvise, and we're going to talk a little bit of Indiana and Louisville as the Hoosiers have the daunting task of facing the Cardinals this Saturday afternoon in Lucas Oil Stadium, a neutral site game for both teams. But as you heard this week, this will be the only time these two will play as IU has canceled the other two remaining games of the contract between them and Louisville. Uh, and forcing the Hoosiers to look for a different type of game uh, in the preceding years. And I don't uh, say I don't blame them. I like these type of games, though, because of proximity. And actually, the Hoosiers are, I believe, 3-0 and against the, the Cardinals in this series. I think the last time they played may have been an 85 and 86, both wins for the Hoosiers. But IU has canceled uh, both of those remaining con uh, two games on the contract, and therefore this will be the only time these two play. Uh, and the Cardinals are led by former Purdue head coach Jeff Brom, who went back home to Louisville, his alma mater, where he was a quarterback, uh, had a lot of success there playing for Howard Schnellenberger back in the day. And uh, I have to say that Jeff's got him a pretty um, – exciting football club and we're going to talk a little bit about that here in a second uh a couple things you can help me out with hit that subscribe button as well on youtube you can hit that little bell to be notified when i get the uh, videos out to you here via the believe network i try to come with you to you on mondays and thursday nights mondays being a recap of saturday's previous game thursdays being a preview for the Hoosiers' next opponent on Saturday. We'll do this all throughout the season. And we'll talk also a little bit of recruiting as we move through the season this year as we keep abreast of what's happening in the recruiting game as a lot of things have changed over the years. Not only in recruiting, we've got the NIL as a, as a, a big part of the equation now 
uh, down at Indiana. I know they've worked very hard in establishing the collectives as well. We may talk a little bit about that down the line. But if you could hit that subscribe uh, button on YouTube and the notification bell, that would be greatly appreciated. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter, at HoosierTailgate55 on Twitter, uh, give us a, a follow and share our content. I'd greatly be appreciated so we can get the videos out to as many fans and people who um, love the Hoosiers uh, throughout the state and ne uh, even nationally, uh, and they can use Hoosier Football Tailgate as their number one source to get all the football information throughout the year on the Hoosiers. I appreciate that help. We also have a Facebook page, Hoosier Football Tailgate. Just got that up and running as well. You can find us there. And like I said, at Twitter. And then, of course, on YouTube, the Hoosier Football Tailgate on YouTube as well. And I think we've got everything covered there uh, thus far. So I can proceed on. So I appreciate you bearing with me on that. We already talked about canceling the next two games with UofL. The other thing that happened this week happened basically on Monday at the press conference where Tom Allen made the decision on QB1. Taven Jackson will be the starting quarterback going forward for the Indiana Hoosiers as he set both Taven and uh, Soresby down and spoke to both of them. I think it's quite important that both of them are ready to play at any uh, given moment, especially uh, Brendan. Uh, I, when I was a quarterback coach at Ball State, I wanted both of my quarterbacks to have the mindset they were both going to play. You're one snap away as a backup of going into the game, and the worst thing could happen is you not be prepared to go into a game when your team needs you the most. So I got to – a great feeling about both these young men. I think they're team players, number one. Number two, I think Coach Bell and his uh, staff will have them both ready to play at the, uh, as needed in terms of uh, if there's something that happens. Hopefully, fingers crossed, nothing will happen to the Hoosier quarterback this year. Of course, we've been fighting the injury bug over the last three or four years. But Taven Jackson will get the reins. Uh, the redshirt uh, freshman from Center Grove uh, will get a chance to go home and get his uh, second career start against U the University of Louisville, Louisville there in Lucas Oil Stadium where he has had some success. Well, tonight we're going to do a little bit of the uh, previewing of Saturday's game. We're going to talk a little bit of offense, a little bit of UofL's defense, and, of course, Griff's keys to victory for the Hoosiers. Uh, first of all, I want to start with looking at uh, Indiana's offense against Louisville's defense, and we'll take a first look here at the um, uh, stat breakdown for this game in terms of where both teams are at after uh, two games of the year. Of course, Indiana's one and one, having lose, lost to Ohio State and then beating Indiana State last week. Louisville, two wins, two and oh on the season, beating Georgia, Georgia Tech week one, 39 to 35. And then, of course, their big uh, win on Thursday night against uh, Murray State. But if you look at these offense and defense, offensively right now, the Hoosiers are averaging just 22 points a game. 142 yards on the ground right now. Again, that is something that's going to have to vastly improve. Throwing-wise, 213 yards on the year. Big component of that is no interceptions at this point. Total yards, 355 on uh, thus far after two games. Third down conversions, been very good for the Hoosiers, 55%. And although they're at 33% on fourth down, they've only really done that 
uh, three times uh, this year, only doing one of three. Now, when you look at Louisville's defense, very similar defense to the Hoosiers, very stout, very quick up front. They play fast. They're strong. They're scoring defense, 17 points a game, only 134 on the ground, 192 through the air, 327 overall. And their third down percentage is pretty good at 33%, which means they're putting a lot of offenses in third and long. Fourth down chances, 50%, but only t- uh, only been uh, two times has an opposing uh, offense gone for it on fourth down against, against the – uh cardinals uh thus far this season so you can see iu is going to face a very very uh good louisville defense and looking at their defense here before we throw on some highlights they got a great defensive line anchored by uh uh tell and uh uh ashton gillouette uh 270 pound junior is Ashton and uh, Des Tell, 6'1", 290, junior there. Uh, their def- other defensive uh, uh, tackles per year, 6'3", 270. And then a defensive end, Heron, at 6'4", 240. Or also, you may see a Cam Wilson there. And then another gentleman, a name that may sound familiar to the Hoosiers, Popeye Williams, is on their depth chart at one of the defensive ends, 6'3", 250-pound sophomore. He is from Westfield High School, and he is at Louisville with uh, Jeff Brom. And the other familiar faces are on offense for uh, the Cardinals. And we'll talk a little bit more about them later. Jack Plummer is back with Brom, who was with him at Purdue, as was Brady Allen. The Gibson Southern product is also at Louisville with Jeff Brom. And so you got a little bit of a flavor of Indiana in the equation uh, for the Cardinal. And, um, but I want to take a look tonight a little bit at this Louisville defense and throw up some video here. Um, right now we're going to see right here, uh, Louisville is predominantly a four down front four three. Now they'll make some three man front stuff in passing situations. They do like to pressure you. They'll bring six, they'll bring five on occasion. Never really seen them totally sell out, but that's not saying they can't. I look at them as a pressure defense, uh, and they're very good uh, with what they do. Here's the situation here. A third and four, not very far, and they're coming after you. They're bringing six going, man, you got to be aware of this and make sure you got good protection uh, ready for you here. As in this instance here, this quarterback, and the way this is setting up, this guy right here is going to be free because they're free. Uh, the back is going to go over here and they're releasing the tight end. So in that case, he really needs to be thinking right here to the tight end quickly or something over here. If you hold it too long, like he does here, he can, he gets outside and makes something happen and gets the first down because Purdue gets caught, uh, not containing the quarterback there, but you got to be aware of what's in front of you here. Um, they're trying to run some, uh, kind of a quarterback counter type of concept off a of misdirection. I like the play concept, but it's awful difficult when you've got a defensive end coming full bore at you here. Uh, that's uh, Gillouette coming off the edge here, making this play. Um, as you see, uh, the Cardinals coming hard and fast 
with their defensive front and get a big time negative play there. Those are some of the things that Indiana is going to have to stay out of. As you can see a little bit closer up here, uh, Gillawet is a very skilled, very powerful defensive lineman that can make a lot of things happen up front for Louisville. Here's another third and six. Going to bring five this time. Coming with five going to man free. You can kind of get the, uh, I'm sorry, they're playing a, a kind of a man's up, I guess you could say here. But what you got to be aware of is that they're bringing five and they're getting pretty good pressure with just five. Here's where the quarterback feeling that pressure had a chance to make a play one-on-one -on -one, and Louisville does a good job of defending it on a third and six, which is a very manageable down uh, for them as a defense. So uh, this is just a different look from that end zone angle. As you can see how they're coming with their backers, uh, playing some man in behind it. So you got to be able to run some good man routes when the opportunity presents itself and the quarterback has to be aware of that and get the ball in and out of his hands to prevent sacks and help that offensive line out. Here's another second and long situation here. Here's Louisville coming off pretty strong, beating uh, uh, Murray State off the ball. And you watch this defensive end down here at the bottom, how he just basically plays his uh, responsibilities, doesn't wholehearted ch uh, chase because he would also have the quarterback on any type of boot. And then defensive linebacker, gets off blocks, reads his key, and makes a play in the backfield for about a two-yard loss. So, again, very strong defense. Here's another passing situation, third and long. They're going to rush four and play two, uh, kind of a two-deep shell. They're going to run a little game on the inside, as you can see there, and do a good job of letting the ball get completed underneath, get the pressure on the quarterback, but never give the opportunity for uh, Murray State to get the first down. They did get some turnovers this game, some fumbles. Um, on this one, you're going to see they just missed, totally just messed up the handoff. And this just this is one thing that can happen. You just cannot let this happen where you're not doing a good job of seeding the football into the running backs or wide receivers' belly and putting the ball on the turf. Here's another good example of Louisville's defensive front really getting off the ball good. Um, and Murray State not doing a very good job and uh, Louisville dominating uh, up front. One thing the Hoosiers have to be able to do is go on different snap counts to keep uh, Louisville off balance, use the screen game as well to slow down their rush or draw. Again, third and 11, they're going to rush four and play coverage. Uh, again, good pressure, except they don't keep their uh, leverage on the quarterback. He kind of gets outside of it. <clears throat> but they were able to make the play coverage and not give up the first down at all on that. And so, again, it's something that Indiana is going to have to be uh, aware of. Now, here's a situation where uh, Murray State does a pretty good job in blocking. Of course, you may call this a hold right here. Uh, gets that hand wrapped around him, but did a good job of getting north and south, splitting them and getting a really good 10-yard uh, gain there 
on first down and 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 putting themselves in a situation uh where they got a first down on that as aspect of things um we'll come back to uh this in a moment offensively but against that defense you can see very strong very physical they uh they do a good job in their front four and their in their hand placements. They do a good job in their gap responsibility. Overall, just a really solid defense that uh, will give Indiana some problems if they don't execute offensively and get into a lot of third and longs on Saturday. So they're going to have to figure out ways to get a, a decent run game going on Saturday afternoon there in Lucas Oil to keep that Louisville defense on their heels because if they can really start getting themselves into a rhythm, it's going to be a long day for Indiana in that regard. Now, let's take a look here at um, the stat breakdown for the Indiana defense compared to Louisville's offense on the year. Right now, after two games, of course, Indiana only surrendering 15 points a game. They gave up 28 to Ohio State and really gave Indiana State nothing other than the seven points that was returned on a fumble recovery return for a touchdown. Only 107 yards total yards rushing. Now, 72 yards was the average Saturday for Indiana State, but you can tell after two games, only giving up 107 and a half yards a game, and that's included against a very good Ohio State team and only 129 yards passing per game. Again, uh, good production out of the defense against the quality opponent in Ohio State. And then they very much dominated Indiana State last Friday night, only giving up 17% on third down conversions, which tells me from a coach's perspective, they're getting very good efficiency out of their first down, first and second down defense. And they are forcing a lot of third and long situations for the opponent. That's very good. And they've only had fourth down occasion where the opposing offense has gone for it twice, getting one of those. So really not a very good statistical uh, standpoint there from the fourth down but i really love that third down uh scenario uh there uh louisville's offense though they're very high powered led by jake Plummer, uh the senior that i believe transferred uh to louisville this past spring from arizona if i'm not mistaken he leads that with uh three really good solid running backs with uh Jahar Jordan, uh, Maurice Turner, and Isaac uh, Giordano are the three top running backs for the for the Cardinals, scoring about 48 points a game. Look at the Russian pass, almost identical, 285, 296. That is very good offensive production, averaging 582 yards per game thus far, and that's against the Georgia Tech team. That's a pretty decent team. I wouldn't call them a a uh, a top team in the ACC, but still uh, a very solid uh, Georgia Tech defense. Uh, but Louisville right now offensively very explosive in the run game, and they're getting big plays in the passing game. Third down, you can see they've really struggled in their third down scenarios, which means in some cases they're either getting first down on first or second down with that offense or they're getting uh, into situations where it's third and very long, and they're only getting about 22, 23% on that. But analytically, 
uh, Brom is an analytics guy. If there's a scenario where fourth down is advantageous for him to go, he's going to go. And thus far, they're at 80% on that. And I know that's more than more than 10 times, I believe, thus far on the year. They've gone for it on fourth down and gotten it. So 80%. So the Hoosier defense is really going to have to play uh, solid uh, defense on first and second and third downs and limit the opportunities on fourth for the Cardinals because they are a team that will go for it if they're given that opportunity on Saturday at the, at Lucas Oil, as you can see uh, by that uh, statistical analysis there. want to show some Louisville offensive clips here as I get my quick cut pulled up and loaded for us to be able to show this. And this is their game again against Murray State that happened last uh, Friday night. And this is one of their scores from inside the one where they really just powered it up and went. Here we get them in a more uh, realistic situation here. What I'm pointing out here is the defense for Murray State really bad gap responsibilities got out of gaps this time they're going to have two guys and in, get into the gap him and him which is going to enable him who sees it and he bounces it right into the void here and there's nobody out here and it leads to about a 60 yard gain because murray state is out of gaps and again defense isn't overlap overly that complicated if you stay in your gaps and you read and do your assignments but when you don't these are what happens and these are the catastrophic plays that can give you fits uh for a defense here's a second and 13 again uh brahm really really likes the quick game does a great job in terms of how he draws it up you're going to get a slant up here at the top uh and that is um I can't uh, on this one. This may be uh, thrash getting this one here, but Brom does a great job knowing that Murray State likes to get a man. So he runs what I call a sw swing control guy and gets this linebacker to come to open this spot in here. And you're going to see Plummer rip it in between two. And next thing you know, it's a 65 yard touchdown uh, reception for thrash and puts Louisville up by uh, a score of 21 to nothing. And those are the type of cheap plays or big plays you got to stay out of against uh, Louisville because they have the capability uh, to do that um, rather realistically uh, on Saturday uh, if you give them that opportunity. Well, I'm not sure what all happened there, but we're back to the most important thing again Murray State getting themselves in a position where they're getting out of their gaps. They get two guys in gaps again, and this is what happens when you do that. You open it up, and big plays happen right here. This is uh, Isaac Giordano. Uh, no, that's not uh, Giordano on that one. That's Jordan, Jahar Jordan going for about 70 yards on a touchdown because their defense got out of their gaps again, and it led to a big, big, big play. Here's third and one good hard uh, run here where he just blitz him and he gets up uh, close for the touchdown here right before the middle of the third quarter. But again, uh, three really good running backs that can uh, really get the job done for Louisville and Jeff Brom offensive line, good physical 
strong. They go six, 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 four, six, five, six, four, and six, seven across the front um, four positions there uh, for uh, Louisville. Here's one thing that Braun likes to do. He loves the misdirection. He will do it. He'll dial it up. And here's one that goes for the touchdown where he catches Murray State uh, overplaying some things, and they run a little toss reverse back to the uh, Jordan kid for a nice little touchdown run. The other thing that uh, Brom likes to do uh, as well, I guarantee it, he's going to take shots on Saturday. He'll take at least three, if not four shots, that he will have calculated into his game plan on Saturday. And uh, we'll see some of that here coming up. Here's another nice run play where they just block Murray State. They block Murray State pretty good, and they split it right up the middle. Um, that's Giordano getting the run there. Big, strong, physical back. He's 6'1", 225. The other two are 5'10", both about 190. Quite a bit different than Jalen uh, in the backfield there. And they're big, they're strong, and they are fast. Here's a good play action pass that uh, Brom likes to do. Just hard play action, two man route post with a deep crosser. Now this doesn't re result in a completion, but uh, pass interference. And uh, if Brom can't get you on the deep ball, he's going to hopefully get you on the play action uh, defensive pass interference. Another time where Murray state gets out of their gaps back bounces it. Next thing you know, He's off for about another 15 to 20 yard run uh, down the sideline. And so, again, Louisville is the type of team that you really got to be conscious of in terms of what they like to do on offense and defense. They, they play fast. They play physical. They're, they're disciplined in their approach on, on both sides of the ball. Their defense is very disciplined in what they do. Like I said earlier, they'll come after you with a five-man or six-man pressure in their pressuring game, but on third and long, they're going to play coverage and rush four, and they're going to drop seven, or they're going to rush three and drop eight. So very calculated, and then, of course, Brom and analytically, he'll go for it on fourth downs that he feels it gives him an advantage to go for it, as it was shown there that he's been getting it 80% of the time uh, this year thus far. So, um, again, good, solid opponent. I think it's going to be a really good test for IU in the sense that um, we'll give them a pretty good barometer on where they're at as a football team going into this game and coming out of this game. They're going to get a good idea of what they've got uh, in their stable as an offense and a defense as they go through uh, this game with with Louisville um, on uh, defense. I talked a little bit about Ginn, Neal and Alderman as their top three uh, uh, tacklers on the year. And again, I think Brahm is still the gunslinger. The only thing difference for Brahm that he has at Louisville that he really didn't have much of at Purdue, he's got a running game. And that makes him much more dangerous as a play caller because when he's got a running game going, he can start mixing in misdirection, play action, throw it over your head after you start getting up in there tight with your safeties. Those are the things you got to be aware of against this type of, of team that Brom has. All right, going to talk a little bit here on what I call the 
three uh, are the keys, uh, Griff's keys to win against Louisville on Saturday afternoon. Number one, IU has to match Louisville's physicality up front on offense and defense. Has to. They have got to play a game that's physical in the trenches. They've got to match that uh, against Louisville or Louisville's going to run right over them. They also have to have a defense that is very sound in what they do, and thus far IU has been, and they must contain the running game, keeping good leverage, keeping gap, gap awareness and soundness, and most importantly, do not give up cheap scores. They cannot give up the cheap scores against Louisville. Those are just game killers. And then they've got to find ways to get pressure on Plummer with only four rushing at times and being able to play coverage and I think that'll be very beneficial for them if they can do that and against this cat on, on Saturday. Plummer is a guy that I still think has a tendency to throw it to the opposite color jersey. And I do think if IU can do some things Saturday, get some pressures, get some things on him, he'll throw it to him and get IU can get some turnovers. Offensively, again, IU has to develop and find that run game. They've got to find ways to to, to get a, a run game that they're going to find they can get four or five yards. And what play is that? Is it power, inside zone, counter, whatever that may be, find ways to utilize it out of different sets, different formations, and they're going to have to find different ways to target Jalen throughout the day, not just as a running back. Put him out in the receiver's spot, runs, you know, run speed sweeps, do different things with him in the passing game, but find ways to target and get him the ball as well as your talented wide receivers that are out there on the perimeter because they're just as cal uh, talented as well. You got Cooper out there. Uh, um, I know he had a big game Saturday. Uh, you got to find ways to get Camper involved, Macaulay involved, uh, and uh, Carter uh, as much as he can uh, on on Saturday. You know, Lucas and Henderson are both uh, <clears throat> definite uh, a good one-two punch against Louisville's uh, uh, three running back uh, rotational type of stuff. But if IU can find ways to run the football Saturday, that's only going to benefit them and also lessen the pressure on Taven. Jackson and uh, Taven and himself being the first opportunity to get back home as the true starting quarterback after being named Monday. He's going home. He's playing in Lucas Oil Stadium, a stadium that he's very familiar with from his time at Center Grove. Play within the framework of the offense, young man. Don't do anything that tries to do more than you're expected to do. Understand that the big plays will happen within the framework of the offense, and don't try to overly improvise because when that when you start doing that, you're going to put yourself and your teammates in trouble, and that's when bad things happen. So play within the framework. Be a good manager of the game. Make good checks. Get you know get yourself in and out of bad plays and into good ones so if you can do that manager of the game it's great the other thing that i say that indiana's gonna have to do each and every week not just this week uh each and every week they have got to find ways to win the kicking game the hidden yardage in the kicking game they've got to find ways to win that hidden yardage and against a team like louisville it's going to be even more important whether that's Jalen getting big returns whether that's the uh kick uh, teams and their coverage, setting up long fields for 
uh, Louisville to go and short fields for the offense to go. The more times that they can win those games, the better. Uh, the hitting yards in those in that phase of the kicking game, the better because IU is just not over. They're just not good enough yet offensively or defensively to lose a portion of the kicking game and overcome it. I think they they have to be able to win the kicking game. And I know that that's a priority for Coach Allen and his staff, and it's got to be for the rest of the season. And hopefully they can get a guy like Jalen Luce on a couple big runs and not take costly penalties, which they have the last couple of weeks in their in their kicking game. Well, that's going to do it from here tonight. The Hoosiers are 10-point dogs to the Cardinal. Uh, Cardinals on Saturday afternoon down there at Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, but I want to thank you for joining me here tonight. Uh, remember to hit the like and the subscribe buttons and uh, retweet, repost, however you want to call it now on on the X platform. Of course, I told you about Facebook. We've got that going now, so you can find us on Facebook at the Hoosier Football Tailgate. Twitter at Hoosier Tailgate 55. My Twitter or X uh, handle is at Coach Griff 55. You can follow both of those Twitter accounts or X accounts uh, for all uh, the detailed information on the Hoosiers as well as our weekly videos that will be posted on that and YouTube. Uh, Mondays will recap. I'll be back Monday to recap this game against Louisville. And uh, if you're heading down to Lucas Oil on Saturday, have a great, safe uh, travel day. And let's cheer the Hoosiers on to a, a big victory over the Cardinals. Well, thanks again. That's going to do it for me tonight. I'm the coach, Shannon Griffith. This has been the Hoosier Football Tailgate on the Believe Network. Good night, everybody. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.